Gunwash is about to start. This show contains language that some may not find suitable, so if you don't want to listen, then don't listen, I guess. That's right. It is Gunwash News Time. Thank you, of course, for the friendly reminder. We do, of course, try to keep our expletives to a low low quantity here. You better hush, puppy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is a very special night here on Gunwash. The entire crew is here. Very, very special uh, set from the one Lee Trice uh, prior to this. And tonight on Gunwash is the one Okito Burks. Say hello. What's good, everybody? How you doing tonight? They're doing great. Waiting to hear from you and your world. Stay tuned. Gunwash is coming up next. Now. Now. Juice Lord. I'm not the supreme expert on cleaning guns, but I do know a little bit, and I'm just going to share my little tips and ideas with you. Everyone, uh, everyone's put put their phone away except for our guest. Oh, he says he doesn't tweet. I don't tweet. I don't tweet. Actually, Uh, useless. Why don't you? I I mean, it's kind of one of those things. Like, no, like, oh, I'm sitting on the toilet, so I'm gonna tweet about what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Or I'm just out there in the public and just like running around. I don't know. I don't mean for me. It's like a more of a visual character. So, you know, I think that like the visuals live through. My Instagram, I guess, 100%. Well, excellent. Well, we can hear some of your voice tonight here on Gunwash. Indeed. One. I might start a Twitter tonight, though, actually. Yeah, maybe. You should. You should. We're influencers. You should make it on air. We're <laughs> exactly. bad influencers on people yeah. here. Twitter, uh, OK1132. Anyway, well, thank you, of course, for tuning into Gunwash. It is 9 p.m. here on the HeritageRadioNetwork.org. We're proud broadcasters here, and you know you can find us at any time on Gunwash.com. Live call-ins, for those who don't know, is... 718-497-2128. And we are waiting to hear your calls. Here I come on. Uh, and, uh, you know, Akito Burns has joined us tonight. He is a friend of MC Todd, of course, is a close friend of the show. And uh, to be honest with you, Akito, I didn't know Burks. exactly Burks. What did I say? Burns. But Monty Burns. Monty Burns, Burns is my Burks. juice. Yeah. Oh, you like Monty Burns? <laughs> Well, you know, it's about that paper. Though, about can that right I, can paper. I ask you something? Please. I think I met you before at that uh, last summer at a soccer event. Yeah, you did actually. Um, hey, hold on, I don't know if it was the Adidas event. Was it, it the Adidas, was it Adidas, Adidas for it was, a complex? No, it was for Red Bull or something. Oh, the, oh no, that is true because you know the affiliation is Red Bull for sure. Big up to Red Bull, actually. Um, yes, yeah, work with those guys over there. Hundred percent. Those are the brothers over there, and, you know, um, always, and the sisters, and everybody over there. Always very good. accommodating to people who are young and want to make uh, cool stuff. Hundred percent. In, in my experience, and I think I know you played on the Red Bull team, or what? What was it you played? We were against? playing against uh, Roberta's. Oh, okay. for one thing, hold on. That was my event, actually. Yeah, that I put on with Roberta's. That's right. That's where I met you. That's what it is. Hundred percent. Is he a good um, footballer? Yeah, uh, it, it was, was really decent. fast. It was, yeah, it was decent. I mean, it was actually it was a, it was a good event. Um, the turnout was, I mean, impeccable. I think uh, sure. everyone had a great time. And then it was just something that we put together actually, as far as a live event for football called Hard Yard. 
Uh, we're doing it again round two this year, so y'all can come you back can and compete play, again. I feel like yeah. a celeb, I feel like man. I, would get I had so many the- grass stains, and I even <laughs> gave my wrist, a sweaty wristband to like a fan. That's yeah, 100%. Hey, yeah, 100%. Aaron, I'm going to slow it down for a minute, right? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so Okito, I just got to give a little context here, sure. right? Let's go, baby. Good friend of MC Todd, Absolutely. a.k.a. Brandon Hoy. 100%. Uh, the homie I've seen him roll through multiple times uh, in the daytime when That's we do the, the food programming. Uh-huh. And I said, we got to get you on... The nighttime show. Yeah, I was, I was interested. Nighttime. So, so what exactly? So, what exactly uh, prompted it? I mean, listen, we, we cannot. We understand he's a he's a dignified guy, but why else, Jack? I mean, oh, I mean, didn't need much convincing. This guy's done a million excellent. things. We'll get into it. Good but, to um, hear. But to uh, hear. you know, if it's a friend of MC Todd, it's a friend of Gunwash. Well, that's right? how I that's how I see it personally. I mean, like, I, I, to be honest, we have a lot of wacky characters in here. But if I could be totally candid and say mm-hmm. this, you know, we have a lot of designers and design personalities that come through these doors, especially to be on here Thursday nights. But very few times do we get a designer who we can talk to talk to about action sports and yes. uh, and team sport design, which is something that actually is part of my, you know, what I did before I, you know, you know, started doing graphics at an agency level or client side. No, 100%. You know what I mean? And you know what so, else? I like bowling. Yeah, and I, I like <laughs> Yo, it too. And I think we should beg a bowling for No, 100%. I mean, the funniest thing is actually my mom's been bowling for like maybe like 32 years. That's crazy. Uh, I, I bowled. I bowled. I traveled. I traveled for bowling since I was um, seven years old in the Stop. travel league. Really? I used to average like 198. All right, great. So we have our first. <laughs> so and, so I'm, we... and I'm an ambidextrous bowler. Wow. So I bowl right in. So we have you a. You know what I'm talking about? There you go. Two slows all day. Two slows all day. Two slows. Armando calling, out our, Armando calling out our first segment. So uh, that, that's great. We're going to get right to that. Plenty to talk about here with Okito, and we will be back momentarily. Herbert Slovington, our mad, main man, the mad scientist DJ. Coming at you. Juice Lords. This is Pichachi. I'm here at Gunwash. Stay tuned. Corny, I fucked up Dylan's name, and you're listening to Gunwash. I'm Alex Friendman, Freedom. Dear friends with Odetta, former student of Aaron, you're listening to Gunwash. Oh, well, we're not friends? I like jazz, too. Will you be my friend? I'd like to be your friend. You want to be my friend? Hey, hey. I would love to be your friend. Will you be my friend? I like to be your friend. You must be good and very honest. You want to be my friend? Very fine and understanding. If you like to be my friend, you must be good and very honest. If you want to be my friend, very fine and understanding. Be my friend. 
Uh, my name is Confident Timberwolf. This is fucking Gunwatch Radio. Uh, pop, pop, soul over swag. Shout out to City Don't Sleep. Um, skinny jean gangster, rock and roll gangster, aka Swag Money Perm. Uh, shout out to House ES, Lady Circus, all my fucking hipster friends, all my uptown niggas, and uh, fuck Childish Gambino. Yeah. Who is that? Right. Uh, that was Shy Town. That's Shy Town people. <laughs> who was that, was, that guy? That was Compton Timberwolf. You <laughs> the key, the man who plays the keyboard becomes hell on Gunwatch. Yeah, he was on I, a Cop God a album. <laughs> He's on Cop God. Yes, the the one uh, Compton Timberwolf who we miss uh, so very much. Well, welcome back to, back to Gunwash. Uh, we are here live and in the place at Roberta's. Um, thankful, of course, to be here as I see Armando doing his usual thing, drinking his tea. I had hot drinks tonight, also, Armando. I saw you, and did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, With that wine? I feel as I didn't. Get, yeah, I had some mold wine, Okito, because yeah. I felt as though you know, like we were talking about earlier, the beer I think maybe bubbles me up a lot, hundred percent, and it makes me uh, to a point where I've got empty calories galore. And I end up looking strange. I feel like beer makes you want to urinate twice as much. Yeah, true yes, enough, yes, yo. Yes. But I see that you had a couple IPAs. I mean, you enjoy that, right? You're a beer yeah, but guy. Yeah, you get me running right now because <laughs> yeah. I'm about to take a break now. Yeah. No, but the IPAs is great because it has a good taste. So um, pick up to IPA, uh, Lagunitas. Absolutely. You know, please sponsor me. Yo, well, you know, what? can I ask you? Can I ask you something? Go ahead. What's up with all this craft beer? I don't know, really. Yet. Like, how'd you get put onto? I mean, uh, they're yeah, everywhere. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, the funniest thing about my life has been colorful because I'm from Chi Town, you know, Inglewood, big ups, Inglewood, 61st and Polina. But it was crazy because, um, you know, as a young kid growing up in the hood, it's like, oh, you know, you're going to venture out. And then I started traveling around the world. I got to New York and then got to Germany, got to Europe and then Switzerland. And then so you drank a lot of beers. I drank a lot of beers, especially like speaking German and shit. And it was like, oh, you know. I'm gonna you go speak around. German? I speak yeah, German. Speak it's my German? second language. Yeah. How did you uh, well, say you're listening to Gunwash in German? Please. Oh, especially Deutsch in Gunwash. <laughs> so wait, Ooh. wait. This is this is actually interesting to me because just German. Why, why German? Were you was German I, you your second what? language because you went to Germany? Or no, the... it's funny. I um, I was playing baseball in Chi Town. Pause and then, uh, incoming MC oh, Tyler. No, oh no, MC the brother, the brothers in the building. Brandon Hoy, what's good, my juice? Say what's good, boy. Murder, murder, juice lords all day. Yo, 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 somebody give me that air horn right now. Oh, I'm sitting on something that is like so far up my ass right now. It's hurt right now. I love it. Oh, you sitting on somebody's Mac computer, actually. Macbook up your butt. Yeah, the $2,000 up your ass. What is that, a 52-inch Macbook? 100% $2,000 up your ass, though. I never heard that. Damn, son. Well, listen, a longtime friend of the show just stepped in. Yeah. MC Todd. So, so <laughs> yeah. you know, you know up, this is my boy, too. This we is my were, boy, you know, Juice. This is my boy, Juice, over juice here. Lords all day. We were talking about it earlier because uh, Armando mentioned that he, Armando played, remember when, when you and Armando played each other in soccer? No, it was football. Football, guys. excuse we me. Play, we play hard yard football. Hard yard football, excuse Gun me. Gunwash Radio. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hard yard. So, I remember. So, what's going on? So, you, so, so you guys played against each other, but okay. You actually put on the event and right. with Red Bull. What exactly is the event? Because so, Haryar, Haryar, we so uh, me and me and Hoy actually, uh, Brandon, you know, Roberta's uh, Shortenair fucking plays hard. He's a quarterback, ridiculous. But this year he took a step back. But we did this other thing, a derivative of what NFS will be, which is Nike Football Society, and we did a Haryar asphalt competition this year. 
And Brandon was like a good participant in putting the team together and coming out and actually performing on a big level, though, on an aggressive level. So yo, wait, man, they almost just, got to blow. I just, I just like grabbed a couple dudes from Roberta's <laughs> that I was like, "Yo, you know how to play football?" And they were like, "Yeah, I think so." Actually, one of the dudes was like a, a amateur hockey, hockey player, player, Brady, oh, wow. who works at. And really, really? we yes, we almost blows, we man. almost went to blows like in like three different games. We, it was getting close. Wait, we so were chippy. What what is what is hard? What's hard? sorry? Three on three asphalt yeah. foot uh, t- uh, touch football. Touch football yeah. So two it's hand like touch. so it's like American football with two hand touch and you're on asphalt. Yes, yeah, exactly. Wow. We wanted to take it away from the the gridiron of being. And Armando and Armando was asphalt. there just selling acid to football players. Yeah, I think. Much, everybody was well, kicking ass. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, were, they, they, they was on yeah. murder move. They was really on juice lord move. And um, yeah. I thought that like it was gonna go down to these two teams. And it was uh, it was Brandon and uh, yeah. a good friend of ours, Smiley. Yeah, going to it, and then uh, so which is so which is really funny because this other dude Ricky was on Smiley's team. (laughs) Yeah, Ricky, and uh, and I went away for I went away for uh, vacation for NFS, and Ricky came and took my goddamn quarterback position in NFS. So you know, I've been starting quarterback all NFS quarterback for two years, and then I went away on vacation, and this dude that had beat me in the hard yard (laughs) came and just swooped Swooped my position up. Yo, well, let's give big ups to them. He did cool a good job. Cool did a good job they moved me to tight end. I got good hands. Yeah, you know 100%. I, have to say? I can't. I have to say, like, and this is important because no matter what, because I don't know really. I, you know, listen, you don't know anything about football. What dude. I was gonna say. What I was gonna say is. What I was gonna say is, you if know? I played, and I know how to play football because we played as kids. But like, <laughs> but if I were on, if I were to play this game. And Brandon Hoy was the guy who was right. Like, You'd across- be laughing. No, Ill no, quarterback. no, no, no. I'd be like really scared. Come on, dude. I look I'll like a piece giggling. of paper. No, no, I mean, I can't, no but I can't you're more like- strong than me. I would get thrown away, I feel like, flailed no, across. No, the good no, thing, about, the good thing so? about this, though, is it's a two hand touch and it's on asphalt. And yeah, I think it's that I, it's very, it's, it's pretty much a competition level. But I don't know. At I the never same competed time, against you before. And, uh, no, but he's very competitive. He's very competitive, though. I only know you. I'm very competitive. He don't like losing, yo. Dude, I get the eye of the tiger for real. This is what I'm saying. Because I only know you. I only know you from, I mean, this is great, but I know you over the years as, oh, how you doing? Let's hang out. Let's be on the show. Yeah. Everything's great. Drink beers. Roberta's love life. Da da da. Yeah. If I had to sin, across, if you had the eye of the tiger on me, I think I would have the eye of the the pussy cat. I look strange. running. I'm very strange. It's funny though. I was just I was just sitting at the tiki bar and I was talking to some folks and I was there was they were like like I never catch you like hanging out because I was just like, yeah. hanging out. They're like I never catch you, you hanging there. out. You late. I was like I was like yeah. I guess like hanging out really isn't my thing because I work. Sure. Right. Yes. And, and I have a family. And then I fucking play sports. sports. Wow. I didn't know. This is like, crazy. That's like, what I do. That's is that, you is that, you that might, how you met? You, 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 you might catch him on court side at the uh, Brooklyn Nets game. You too. might catch him on court side. But yeah. Wait. So is this how you got to know Brandon through like sports? Yeah. And like I mean I think we we knew each other. We knew each other. You know I had I had my past man. I was out there. I was out there. He's out there wilding now. He's out there wilding. So yeah. We've been out here for a minute. I've been out since 2003. And you know like I lived in the area down the street on Siegel. And so I used to always come to We've the We've been known like each other scour. for a while. Yeah. Okay. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good when, dude. Very uh, good dude. And, and uh, Okito, what time did you come to Brooklyn? Because I know you said you I came in 2003, out. actually. Um, oh, that's right the out of same college. year I came. Yeah, right out of college, man. Oh, when well, Archive was still around the corner. Dude, um, that's interesting. It was crazy. Yeah, it was a really crazy time in Brooklyn because Humble was still Humble. 
on the murder movie. Akito, man, this dude, he's done all types of crazy shit, man. I can't even keep track yeah, of well, all this, dude. Well, list them off, man, because this, we this, got tons this is of a dude. <laughs> this dude, he's done, he's like everywhere, like American Express, or is that Visa? Yeah, or is that MasterCard? Oh, I don't black know, card, man. Can we get the black card, please? Could you go deeper into that? By this, I mean, hey, I, mean man, I understand. Shoes. Okay. You like shoes. Yeah. He makes shoes. You K-Swiss. Motherfucker is a golf Pro, yeah, we teach golf out here. He, te- he teaches. Teach did you guys get into any of this golf no, stuff? No, yeah, no, we're just yeah. starting the show. Just started right now. Oh man, oh man. Okay, so so uh, yeah, he teaches. He's like golf pro. You know, he teaches the the lady who's the, the runs the Irina Brooklyn Nets. Was great. I don't know. Thank you for the tickets the other day. That was amazing. I ran into my boy. He came out. Yeah. He brought the baby out. He's in the suites. We're good. Thank you so much. Yeah, wow. my boy. Brooklyn my boy's doing all types of things, man. You catch him all over the place. Yeah, we everywhere. Do you but believe Okita? that maybe your interest in sports and uh, physical stuff has informed your creative direction into that world. I think so. So I think it's, I think fashion and sport meshes very well together. Absolutely. And I think that um, and I, I mean this is a pillar in the in the in the industry. Nike being that one, um, and Reebok, Adidas, and all these guys. We look at Yeezy. Uh, we look at uh, Ralph Simmons. We look at Yoshi Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. We look at all these guys out there meshing the worlds of sport. And lifestyle, and I think that's very imperative in our thing because we're active people. We're moving. Yeah, yeah so I, I am. I was running very... like twenty miles. Today. I just skated here in my ones, yo. Dude, that's yeah. <laughs> like, real talk, though. Nice yo, ones, the velvet, too. Yo, the velvet whites, yo. You skated with Jordans on, one hundred percent. Big up to Ben Chill too, Virgil. Hey, Ron, we good. Yeah, those good. those are nice ones too. Yeah, you got some nice ones on. I may go skate in Jordans too right after this because that feels that sounds so good to me. I want to be comfortable and sexy. Also, man, I love when fashion starts coming back, man, because I've been holding on to my triple extra large Sean John oh, velour, velour jumpsuit. They're back. You're and good, I know good. that shit's good. Oh, I've been back. holding on to that well, shit for like yo, 15 years, don't man. Wait, don't yo, wait too long. Yeah, nah, yeah, that shit's... Yo, Yay was rocking his shit to the Grammys. I, I know saw. that shit's real, dude. Yeah, shirt on at yo, the yo, Grammys. Yo, I got I'm, my Jabot jeans at home. I'm ready to dust them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. getting them Jabot's out. I'm busting out all my Coogee sweatshirt, all that shit. Yo, Coogee made a... Yo, big up to my boy Brad Fox over at Coogee. Like, he'd be setting me up real hard. But, yo, Coogee's making a crazy comeback right now. We got to write all these names down so we get these checks. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, it's interesting. I, like, interviewed at all those companies when I was a young designer. I didn't get any of the gigs. I was, like, doing stuff. But, like, now I'm, like, hearing names and recognizing them. How did you? You would have killed it at Coogee. Coogee's the the murder move. That Frank, that guy Frank, maybe I'm late. Maybe that's a long time ago. No, I mean, mean, Brad just came on um, as the the head person over at Coogee up in L.A. And uh, they're on the murder move right now. I I mean, Coogee was that still Cosby level that we still look at. Huxable level. I don't think you can call it a Cosby sweater. I, I hope not, though. That might be, that might be like belittling or something, yeah, like derogatory. Well, that's, you don't want to drink thing, that though. over any women. Yeah. But how is that? But for example, Coogee. But like Coogee, for example. Like it's so it's so iconic and like so big and colorful and out of the box. How do we? How does it continue on and and not be a Cosby sweater and not be the sweater well, that Biggie wore? I think, wore or I think like culture this. already adopted it. I think that uh, growing up yeah. when I'm in Chicago, and I was a big Reebok head, classic dude. I was a big Jordan fan, of course, because we from Shy. Sure. And um, Coogee, the meshing of like J.R. Riggins, the meshing of Havana Joes, meshing all that classic preppy style with the um, Birkenstocks. And, you know, I mean, we didn't have the stress of skinny jeans back then, but we were still rocking a real hard body like Eddie Bauer, yeah. L.L. Bean, though, Murder yeah, Move, yeah, yeah, Polo yeah. Rugby. And I thought that that was really imperative um, back where I'm from, actually. And even when I got to Virginia, 
and you know started traveling the world. I was like everyone was still about their life. So yeah, I liked it, it. It was like it brought like athletic wear and and like and like white kid yeah. white kid gear. It was like yeah. like sail like <laughs> like this yeah. dude Anatica, like this dude Anatica. this dude's about to sail to a basketball game. Dude got a Helly Hansen jacket on that's like exactly. like real technical sailing gear, right, exactly. but he's wearing a pair of like twos. Like and, and that's, and that's like, talk though. Like even with Tommy, you know, people was, people in the hood was rocking Mad Tommy back in Inglewood. The shy town in the hood, so you know what I mean. Like oh. the, the aspirations of being something better than what you know where you living in. You know, I think that was really imperative too for a lot of people too. So I think that meshing those worlds and having your own style, and I think I, and being from shy, you know, New York and the shy thing, I always had that um, that Midwest East Coast sure. thing going. So everybody thought they style in the Midwest is the best. Everybody thought they style in um, New York was the best. Well, but I see a lot of dudes out in New York wearing socks hats. But it's I see true. a lot of Shy Town dudes wearing New York hats. It's true. So I'm like, oh, I, I'm, a, I'm the biggest White Sox see, fan you ever meet. I just stick to the L.A. hat, man. I hit that, though. Brandon, you ever see me wear anything but a Knicks hat? Nah, man. But <laughs> you're OG, <laughs> man. You're fucking. You're like me, man. When you support your team, yeah, it's like. Exactly. Hey, you, 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 it's hard to switch, man. I, never seen him without I a stick hat, White Sox all day. Yeah, White Sox. Big up the White Sox. Jack without a hat. I, I got to br- br- break like, out, man. I love y'all. I love you, baby. I love coming on this show. Yo. I wish I could be on this show every single week. Week, no, should, but this is already like three hours past my bedtime, man. Yeah, I got to sleep by no, six. Gunwash Radio. It starts at whatever time you want it to. Two slots. Did you did you enjoy my call to the Roberta's radio show? I called in about sadness. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you call into the show about power? No, I, and talk I, about sadness. I don't know. Jack just told me to talk about sadness because uh, the power of sadness is moving, moving. deep. It's crazy. Deep. How deep? Yeah. Thanks. Right, well, uh, MC you, Todd baby. is leaving the building and. Thank you, of course, for coming Juice on. Yeah, all yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. My juice, all day. Well, I have to say, Okito, I am fascinated by this merging. You know, especially athletics into design and design into fashion. I think it's fascinating. Lots more on this subject to talk about. We are going to go to Spliffington real quick for a little break. 100%. But uh, much more to talk about when we come back. Yeah, Lee Price is in the building. Juice Lords. Juice Lords. Juice Lords. I want to learn more about Juice Lords. 100%. When we come back with the Little Keto Burns here on Gunwash, gunwash.com for the site. And, of course, 718-497-2128 for the live call. And Spliffington, please, pull music. Speak so, speak so, you are going get Speak so, speak so, My name's Jerry Jones, and I can't wait to get a girlfriend so I can have sex without a condom. You're listening to Gunwash. Speak so, speak so, you are going get Speak so, speak so, speak so, speak so, speak so, Yo, that's something when we can't control Bet you say you get 
get a phone call and you and don't have money well road full of broke rock stone anything you see me walk with on my own you see me smoking on my own feel so high like me a fly drone so clean to the bone skeleton a dry clone you a move shaky you a go get fixed so like when I make your nigga deal with a big job food me a premium no in a mix so food food me a premium no in a mix so you a move shaky you a go get fixed so like when I make your nigga deal with a big job food me a premium no in a mix so food food me a premium no in a mix so Everything glitter is gold. Play up if you learn on when you get old. If you get a youth, should I have a pay of gold? But if you get too cold, can't man a pay of gold. Advice. You know me? You are lucky. Edge to a generation. God, God. man i'm here gun wash i i really mean it man the best show in america baby gun wash 210 east side fish i'm in here baby is that good Diamond, she has a feeling. 
If you ever make me make a power chat, push her down one hour flat. The fireman a fire five hour flat. The dopey city casket and a feed a even at that. A funeral and me arrive in at that. The skeleton a fly a hide and a bat. The pepper pot in a your face something hot. Tell your girl set a bucket when they kill the Yeah, well, it's gunwash. Is it? It is. Although, it's supposed to go another five minutes. What's going minutes. on over there? I know, it's uh, like the <laughs> peanut gallery. It's supposed to play another five minutes, but you got that's beef okay. over there? No, I don't have beef. <laughs> Feels great. We can feel that void. Anyway. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Around the world, parts of the world, I'm on gunwash, and happy holidays to everyone. All right, yes, well, and thank you. And, of course, uh, thank you for joining us. And that was the one Herbert Splivington. Uh, he'll be back in just a few uh, short minutes. Tonight on the show, we do have the one Okito Burns. What's song. good, everyone? You call him Burns. Why do you keep doing that? I said Burks. Burks. The Burks, the Burks, the Burks. The Burks is on alert, high alert, mad verbiage. So, Burks, you're from, you're originally from Chicago, but you only, you were there until what age? Um, I was in Chicago till the age of 20 years old. Okay, and then you started traveling, but you didn't immediately get to New York. No, I did not. I had like a, an exchange, um, I guess, type of lifestyle. Why don't you um, take me through it a little bit if you can? Oh, uh, yeah. I grew yeah, up in Southside right. Chicago, like Caprini Green, um, Inglewood, Chicago, you know, the, the ruckus, I guess. The murder capital of the world, no, I guess, really, or the murder really... capital of Chicago. But um, no, it really helped me grow up real soon, I guess. You know, like, I think that seeing my friends, you know, pass at a young age and living through the life and then you know losing people along the way you, you start think, to figure it out do you think you think that stuff was it was particularly characteristic of growing up in the town you grew up 100 like i mean i think that whenever you have like you have uh, traumatic experiences in your life it helps you grow as a human being and as a person i think that that's very imperative not along these lines but many lines because i don't judge anyone's growing up you know the frequency of how we look at these things are so different. It could be the same. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, where we came from is where we came from. Exactly. You know? So, like, I mean, you know, if you lost your cat, you know. Sure. Same thing as sure. me losing my best friend, you know. Sure, so, exactly. like, I don't, I mean, you know, as militant as it could be or whatever it could be, um, I think these are the things that we live through vicariously. So, I just, you know, for me, I took it. I have a very hard Hard heart, I guess, and um, was it just, I was it to do just something bad? Different. Was it just bad there? Was it just I mean, bad? It was, as in like the neighborhoods was, are bad? And- no, I mean it was it was different because you know the thing about Chicago that everyone's predominantly from the South. My sure. family's from Mississippi, Biloxi, um, Jackson. You know the whole South. Sure. My dad's from the South, so like you know everyone doing a big migration during the whole segregation movement, um, the walk. Everyone went to the North, so most of the South Side of Chicago is pretty much people from the South of. The U.S. So it's very interesting. So everyone knows everyone. But also, too, the violence is like, you know, just there because, you know, you have gays and disciples. You have all the boys out there, the vice lords, you know. And it started off as coalitions of people trying to do better for their people. Absolutely. But it also got into money and politics. And I think that's what, you know, everything came down to the murder capital today. That's interesting. uh, But growing up in that segment, I think that it made me a stronger person because I had, like, no holes bars for nothing. You know, like, I was literally just that. I mean, I was guess I was a goon as a young kid. Yeah, you but don't want to be a goon. Well, yeah, yeah, I didn't want to be a goon as a young kid. But I think at the same time, though, you know, when it's dealt into you know, your front steps, you know, you have to be out there just like kind of regulating, I guess, or just like having your friends and being your affiliations and mostly people that are, are want to do something different. But also, too, they're kind of trapped in this. Were you this getting society. beat up? 
I don't think I ever got beat up. No, nah, he's not. Yeah, uh, I think. He, all right, well, you're getting. I mean, I don't see. Interesting, because I don't see. Because it's, it's in my eyes. Like I don't really. I don't really see you as a. How do I as. I, you seem more distinguished than that to me. Yeah, but then I mean, again, there, then again, there's decades in I between that I'm yeah, not, exactly. not knowing. I think, about, I, think you know? that's, I think that's very important because I think like that, a yokel, yeah, a local. I, yeah, I think, I think when you grow up, I think when you grow up as uh, a kid in that environment, you know, like uh, I'm glad I had it in my youth, you know, of rather than having it late. Cause a lot of these dudes out here, you know, they get it late. You know, they want to be like, oh, I'm 18 now. I got to prove something. You oh, know? Yeah, like, I guess I, I, it, was in, I it was in my house. So it was like, it was, it was in my life. My name yeah. fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, but real talk, though. Big up to Dolomite. Big up to Telstra Public Theater. April 21st, our play come out. Come check that out. But um, I think that, like, yeah, growing up in Chicago, it was, it was very important that, like, you know, you had, you, you know, you know, you know how to protect yourself. And sure. um, you have to protect your family too, because that was very important to us in our household. My family here was lived by the same rules, you know. Like you protect your brother, he fight, you fight, you type of deal. You know, we have boxing matches in the backyard. Great. So like, yeah. you know, it was like one of those things. Like you know, we kind of grew up in that, like that segment where like you need to have some kind of like protection for yourself. Like and, the, the strength, just like bare bones strength bare that bone you strength. can stand up. Bare bones strength, but also knowledge as well too, though, because I mean, school was a very big deal with my parents, my mother, and my dad. And um, even though I was in a society, I guess, of life, it was more so that I need to, like, know that I'm my own individual. I choose my own destiny. And, and that was everything. And thus is probably why you did so much, like, moving around and yeah. traveling around and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you have to find culture. And I think culture is everywhere. And as beyond New York. Beyond New York, I think that you have to just be uh, agile. I think that we have to move around. I mean, we have to find culture, and culture finds us. And it's not about people saying, like, oh, you go everywhere. But, like, you don't – I mean, do you know people there? Like, I don't need to know any people. Yeah, I'm going to find my team. For sure. You know? Absolutely. I find my team. Team. There it is again. Athletics seems to be so important in your life. Indeed. To me. To me, it well, seems friends, that way. But friends, I mean, um, you know, that, 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 that extended family is so important to me. You know, I came here with not knowing anyone. You know, I was right. living on Upper East Side on 86 in York and – my company moved me here, and, um, and which who were you with at that time? K Swiss. Okay, cool. and um, I was doing um, at the at the first point when I first got here, they got me on art direction, and then put me in a regional managing position. Okay, and then I moved my way up into a product development, but it was more so like figuring out, you know, who I mean, how I'm going to do this. You know, New York is supposed to be so big, and like Chicago is sure. so big to me, you know. So I'm, like, I'm a big city kid, so I was like, oh, I can figure this out. Right. So I just kind of like made my way through it, and it's like you know, journey. And I thought that I met so many good people, you know, and um, they put me on a team. And, you know, I never even though I'm in a team atmosphere, I always thought that I'm my own individual. Yeah. I don't need a team, but I do respect individuals who want to do something positive and creative and like live through their own life. You know what I mean? And like and we can build it together. So Be- being at the level you're at, do you ever yearn again to go back and do that AD stuff that like the stuff actually cutting up graphics, actually doing layout, actually ripping graphics and stuff like that? Or no. is, are you? Is it more of like that was what you needed to do to get where you needed to go? No, 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 never, never. I never wanted. To, I, I mean, no, no, no disrespect to New York. I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated with Chi Town. Sure, you know, um, it's the best architectural um, foundation you can build on. You know, really? I'm big in architectural design because we live. We were built on like 500 feet of lime rock. You know, and wow, we're all yeah. flat surfaces, and it was really interesting because you know I've. Matt, friends are architects here, and um, that's their best place to build, you know, because it's so stable. That's crazy. What and is that? So lime stable. rock? You know, I never heard of this in my life. Lime I, what, rock? You never heard of lime rock? Well, lime, no, rock I mean, lime rock is almost like diamonds. They look like diamonds, you know, but it's like hard, coagulated rock. And it's in the earth, like Yeah, naturally. it's in the earth. It's like we have 500 feet of it. So it's, it's like, like you're you building just, on you, pretty hard. Much, yeah, like, yeah. Picture like building on five feet 
of hard concrete in right. your house. Though. Exactly. That's like that's like right. a, that's like a. Uh, dormitory or like uh, what do we call those bomb shells? Yeah, or, or uh, bomb, uh, 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 fallout shelters. Fallout shelters. Yeah, word. Wow, so I that's pretty much that. what that is. So um, it's crazy. Like you know, when I when I look out, like I talked to some people. Um, Skidmore owns a mirror. Big up to those guys. Great architects. They told me like, yo, that's the best place to build that because it's flat land. Even when you run a marathon there, the speeds are faster because here it's undulating. Yeah, so you have wow. all this up and down. And then there, Chicago has the fastest marathon running because it's all flat land and wow. it's beautiful buildings. But you know, you look at it. You know, I look. I go back. I was put my friend. I was at my friend's wedding, uh, my best friend's wedding. KP, congratulations, boy. Uh, murder, juice lords, all day. But it was it was crazy because I went back there. I was fascinated with Chicago again. Wow. You know, after not being there all the time. Yeah, the rebirth because like, you crazy. look back at it and it's like it reminds me of Switzerland too, which is kind of crazy because it's so clean, it's so pristine. But when I was in Chicago, I thought it was dirty because I only saw the south side of it, I guess, mm. or saw the hood or the projects of it. But what about but, the hood? I mean, but what about the hood? I mean, is it is it really is it is it is there a pristine part of that, or is there something in there that's yeah? So I mean, well, you know, the funny, the funny thing is, Chicago is probably the most segregated place in the U.S. So uh, I never, I look, yeah. I've never been to Chicago, by the way. Uh, it's either. beautiful. It's beautiful, though. Yeah. But it's real dope. But I, I think at the same time, it's very segregated because you know the pockets of society separate everyone. Uh, yeah. Maybe that be mayors. Maybe that be whomever is sure, uh, sure. regulating it. But you know, sure. Obama's from Hyde Park. Michelle Obama's from Hyde Park. You know what I mean? So shit, they born. That's why when they got presidency, I was really respected because they knew the struggle. Struggle was yeah. real. It was real, real when I was growing up as a kid. It was real, real when Larry Hoover was out on the street. It was real, real when Larry Hoover got put in prison. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think that, like, the violence and the, 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 the separatism of blocks, you can go 10 blocks and you're in a rich neighborhood right. in Chicago. Yeah. But the violence happens in 20 blocks. Right, thousands of kids are dying in twenty blocks. Twenty blocks, though, that's crazy. You know, to me. you know, it's really twenty blocks. Um, no, it, it, it. Listen, it's absolutely fascinating. Yeah, like the, the, the how things can change in segregated neighborhoods like yeah. that and make it like such a quick change from one atmosphere to another. But you know what I think is interesting. In New York, we can do anything we want, right? Because we're on, we're on the edge of the it's world. It's a melting okay, pot. Cool. It's a melting pot. So, so for us to say, let let's say, you know, we're in the struggle here in New York. Hundred percent. I can't imagine because we are. And listen, I, the struggle exists. You know, I wake up and have a hard time with things. Right? It's hard to get where I need yes, to go. It's hard yes, to get what I need. Too. It's hard to do all this right. bullshit that I say is important. If you are in, because you know, we th- we think the I mean, the Midwest compared to this is the middle of nowhere. I can't imagine right. being in a struggle in the <laughs> yeah. middle of nowhere. Well, I mean, you, you, I mean, I guess when we look at this, we look at job opportunities. There's not New many. New York is the place. New York is the place. I mean, well, I mean, like I said, the world is the place. I do believe this. Well, that's actually. very I strong of you. To, that's to very stand broad by too, that. though, because a lot of people don't travel out of their comfort zone. So and I, I need people too because I go to the Bronx. People to say that it's like a vacation to come to the Manhattan. I'm How like, many people serious? you grew up with have traveled a lot? Oh man, not many actually. See? Which is kind of crazy. Uh, they might be dead actually. So dude, yeah, dude, but that, but that's, but that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I it, know, but it, it saddens me because, like, you know, um, I mean, I having a great parent too. Like, you know, I lost my pops to cancer when I was seven, and it was crazy. Like, my mom was like raising three kids on her own. I was the middle child, the middle child. So I was like, man, like, you know, I was, I sit in like six hours of my day, like designing, like just drawing sure, shit, absolutely. just drawing like portraits of like Bo yeah. Jackson, or whatever, or like cartoons of like you know Darkwing Duck, you know, like I was a big cartoonist. Great dude. choice, great choice. I mean, I was zone zone though, but yeah. a Duck Man was my joint too, though. Adult Super, you know. So you know, Aaron actually had a clothing line called Duck's Worth. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah, I do know though. Yeah. When I was real talk though, because like I grew up with this fantasy life. 
you know, dreaming because I believe in dreamers, you know, and I really do. I still believe in dreamers, you know, and I, I give give a lot of big up to Bink Mills, yo, 100% Meek Mills Philly, all day dream chasers because like, that's what it's about out here, dreaming, yo, because you got to dream, yo, you got to dare to dream out here. So real talk, not to be a infomercial, but seriously. Oh, you know, it, yeah, it I dream a lot. No, nothing wrong with dreaming, but I, in, in my personal opinion, uh, both of you, Okito and Armando, I think that if you have dreams and you don't chase them in a way that's aggressive, you might find yourself a little bit uh, uh, weighed down by them. Maybe, no, maybe that's but, just but no, the bewilderness in this city of New York though happens a lot. Yeah, and I'm busy, bewilderness I'm busy, in I'm everywhere though. Yeah, yeah everybody, there's so much yeah. going on. There's so much going on. I work, really I, going I work on. as a server, or I, you know, yeah. I came here to be a violinist, but I work as a server, or yeah. I want to come be an opera singer, but now I work in a strip club. You know what I mean? So these stories happen all the time, but I think that it's a it's a personal power. That you have to do yourself, you know what I mean? Because like, let me know about have, those opera singing strippers, though. Well, What's good? Yeah, I mean, I can just introduce you a couple on Sunday. No, Sapphire, really, big we up. really do need the, uh, the the stripper opera singers for Gunwash, but <laughs> but but uh, on another note, uh, it's very important, I think, to say I'm not going to go somewhere and get a side job to support what I love to do. I'm going to go somewhere and do what I love to do, and right. even if that means fail, I got yeah. it's going to fail exactly. and fail and fail and fail, and I'm going to do it, and that's it. By any means necessary. By any Malcolm means X necessary. said that too. And, and it seems, happy well, birthday, Malcolm X. Well, and very happy birthday it's to Malcolm today? X. No, nah, it was a couple of days ago, but I'm still pulling out there though. Belated, yeah. belated, belated. Yeah, listen, I had a belated. Why shouldn't he be able to have a happy belated? <laughs> he definitely gets a belated. <laughs> hey, for sure. <laughs> uh, well, listen, it seems as though you've been around a lot, and by that yes. I mean not just because. It's funny when we were when we were in the control room or, or control room earlier. I mentioned I like IPA, and I said when I like to travel, I like to try different IPAs. Yeah. Everyone laughed because I'm talking about traveling to New England, but traveling to New England is traveling. Yeah. It's seeing something new and trying. I'm to say you went to Montenegro. I thought you were going to pull out Montenegro. Yeah. No, not yet. Soon come though. Hopefully, Virgin Islands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next time Splittington goes to Jamaica, I'm going. <laughs> Dope. I'm really Put me on that board though. Yeah, for sure, you can come with us. We're going to go you. have a great time. Oh, we're going to do a lot of things. Cut dub plates, smoke weed, exactly. graffiti. It's going to be awesome. Hundred percent. Uh, and so, all of all the places you've been, you ended up in New York, and why New York? Is it because it's the easiest place to fit in, or is it because you really found things and people here that you cherish and really need to stay close to? Oh, it was really crazy because um, I never came to New York, actually. wanted to be in New York. Oh, um, my job position, I was scouted in college at Columbia, Chicago. Big up to Columbia, Chicago. Uh, the best school for marketing, you know, art direction, photography, music, 100% Mano, Hollywood Hulk, fucking cool kids, murder move. Slum Village, you know, all the boys that we worked yeah. with, typical cats, we good. But the whole thing is like, I, I never wanted to leave Chicago, actually. I was like really good in Chicago okay. as a young kid, you know. Yeah. I was doing a lot of things. I was modeling out there. I was working. I was doing a lot of debaucherous things. I was having a lot of fun. My family's sure. there. Uh, to leave there, you know, the deal was too good to not to, to resist. Well, I guess that's... being 20 years old, I had to pay for college. I'd pay half. Sure. And, um... You know, they faxed over the, the contract to my mother, and I was like, oh, you know, like, yeah, I think I need to move. You got to go. <laughs> so they moved me out here, and then uh, I think I lived at the Hudson Hotel for, like, a month or two. Good for you. And then uh, they got me a place on the Upper East Side, and then, you know, I was just kind of, like, just going through the through the zone, I guess, of what this is going to be like, this life. And then I enjoyed the life, but I was still, I'm still a loner, I guess. I'm introverted yeah. and extroverted, extremely. Um, but... I just kind of like went with it. And then um, moving up East Side, I started working my way down from 86 sure. New York, though. Yeah. Make, working my way all the way down. Like, I met this dude, Watts. I met Watts at the Marquee. And then I met the dudes on, you know, Lotus, you know, old school joints. Sure, old place. And then they, like, put me on. Lotus. Next thing you know, like, I met other juices. You know, I ended up getting a loft in Brooklyn and uh, on Siegel Street. And, like, meeting a group of guys, you know, from New Zealand. And just seeing the culture movement. And I thought that was very important to me because I'm a house head. 100% juke music. Household Maddox, big up respect in Chi Town. 
And then, yeah, I was just like out there just running. It's like I was so, I'm like a sponge. I love information. Yeah. I love people. I love people helping each other. And uh, I think that's very important. And um, I think that's the vice. Like everyone helping a boy, you know, like Word. I help my girl, I help my boy. Like that's, that's important cool. to me. I like to see them succeed, you know, more right. so than myself. Because, oh, you know oh, what I mean? Oh. That's good. And I think that like that makes us all stronger. You know, when you, they get to their level, they I feel. couldn't agree more. So we were, just, we were just on it, though. We were just on it, though. So all these boys put me on, though. All these boys put me on, though. And they were just on some, like, Juice Lord shit. And I was like, oh, murder. Like, I'm going to be out here, and I'm going to come out and just do, like, pick my brain. I'm picking my own brain, though, because, you know, you don't... When people put you in a box, you know, you think you only one thing. I was like, I'm going to do everything. Right. So yeah. that's what I did. And, um, yeah, I've been doing it ever since. And so. everything is, is what you did. Plenty, plenty, a whole <laughs> list of things, actually, to talk about and touch on. And, and we'll, of course, do so. Splittington, read the outline this time, my pal. <laughs> Make sure you're right on that. Anyway, uh, we do have the one Okito. Burks. I almost said it wrong that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okito Burks is here on Gunwash. Live call-ins are 718-497-2128. Please come in live with questions. Uh, Splivington, pull up music. We will be back in about 10 minutes. You are listening to the one Gunwash. Mondo's coming up next, lately. Uh-oh. for shizzy. My liver, my liver. Now hold on there, you're not, you're not a regular, not like that. Some people say, bunny tall day, bunny tonight, it's all good, it's all right. Pass me light, I'm on the feed of the night. We can fuck me, you guys, some people fuck me. Shizzy, my nizzle, for shizzy, my liver, my bliffer. Now hold on there, you're not, you're not a regular, not like that. Some people say, bunny tall day, bunny tonight, it's all good, it's all right. Pass me light, I'm on the feed of the night. I'm a 
Let me know when they cannot be consumed. Person to you in the second minute to your room. Break you like a glass and I sit like a boom. Parachute to the mother, they end up in the tomb. Style be so bad, you know that is a boom. Keep a girl to me, just a room, a zoom, zoom. Just take off, it's coming out my bathroom. Dogs are coming too, tell me what you're gonna do. Hit them with the one, two, hit them with the kung fu. But then pull the to two, hit them with the bad two. Style be so brand new. Dogs are coming So if they know we, my cricket or something, if they know safe and missing, get laid or something, not about E, never hear where we said or something, why I'm red or something, ideas are spread or something, hey, beat him like a dog, I want your bed or something, don't him family from A, dumb to Z or something, both kind of blessed, like a bubble dread or something, we no friend out war, fancy half a dead or something.
I know we don't go to pass. How do we don't so fast? How do we don't so fast? Can I have some more of this high grade grass? How do we don't so fast? How do we don't so fast? Get a fountain and black and it don't go to pass. How do we don't so fast? How do we don't so fast? Send another shipment cross. All right, then chop. Babylon, you're too fast. See me with me, be that lap from a black the road and now I'm a fever. Because you them up a gas. Who are born the chalice right now before them feet turn the glass? Yes, that's how me know it's on the smart. Don't need a Babylon, you them nasty for past not no. Every wish part my wall. The warriors them rise up, them chalice, they vote the young class. So, Babylon, no, no talk. Pull up on me weed in a way, you me tell him be a bum buckler. So, try and no talk. Watch me ever beat them, this is where you find the bypass with four. Marijuana, four. Marijuana, it bring me son from your head, bring me out. Hey, 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 hey,
Stand up straight, right? I think so. I mean, well, you know, yeah. not as well. that's like a lazy posture, though. You know, speaking of standing, stand, uh, sitting straight, <laughs> I uh, hear about this play going called Yeah, Coast. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got this play coming out, man. It's uh, it's very exciting, actually. You know, like uh, my minor in college it was um, theater and. It's good to be back in it, you know, like um, behind the scenes, you know. Uh, I guess actually when I ask any of my friends, like, or when I tell my friends that, oh, I'm doing this play, they're like, oh, you acting? Like, nah, like, I'm actually behind it. And uh, my boy Lemon Anderson, Spit Kings Media, big up to them. Um, great poet, Lemon Anderson, uh, from the, from Brooklyn, actually. He used to be on Deaf Poetry Jam. Oh, yeah, a lot of that. things, yo. He works at Nike. He does a lot of, he does a lot of great literature in the, in the system. And I think that was very great that he called me and like, oh, you want to help me with this play? And I was like, yeah, of course. You know, help in but, what way? Um, so I'm producing a, a short animated film um, called Ladonda. Ladonna, actually, which is going to be um, it's going it's to help immerse people into the actual play before they get into the play. So we're going to immerse the whole lobby area of the public theater um, over on by Joe's Pub. And um, it's, it's beautiful because I remember Joe's Pub when I used to go there back in the day. It was just like club almost. Like Butter would be right next sure, door. I'd go to Butter and party a hard yeah. body. And then I'd go over to uh, Joe's Pub and listen to like somebody, a comedic, a comedian or hear a rapper perform. But now, you know, um, it totally changed. You know, they got backing. Um, they started, they opened up eight theaters in there. Wow. Um, different levels, mobile to functional to just sitting. And um, to be back in the theater is good, man, because, like, I never thought I'd be there again, you know, like, uh, it was just something that kind of I lost along the way. But now I'm back in and, uh, help, and um, help produce this animated film called Adana. Um, it's going to be a part of Toast, 
which is about the 1971 uh, Attica prison riots, which changed the uh, the facelift of how prisons are ran today. So it's pretty cool. Interesting. I know you're not in the play and you're not acting, but right. I know you've seen people, you know, practice and to be in it. Would you mind, you know, playing a part right now of the play? No, I mean, I've always said this. You know, I'd rather do Quiet Storm on y'all guys' radio station, though. You know what I mean? Like, Barry White level. Wow. <laughs> no, no, really, you should. <laughs> no, no, but uh, no, on real talk, though, on real talk, though, I do like Quiet Storm, though. I grew up on Chicago, um, 107.5 WGCI. Pick up to those, those dudes over there that are actually keeping it cool and sexy and smooth. But at the same time, I thought that, you know, being behind the scenes where I wanted to be, you know, what I mean, you know, so many times like being in a, not even being in the spotlight, but like being in New York and everyone knows you and like you go out and like, you know, everybody's like, oh, you yep. know, talking like I was talking to a girl the other day. She was like, oh, you know, everybody, <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody knows you. Like, they think they, they know think me. they know me. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hundred percent. They don't know me. They don't know about the. They don't know about the the forecast. But it's good though because like I think New York is like that, and we're just out here chilling. And um, and, you know, I don't, I don't separate. I don't separate myself from nobody. You know, what I mean, I think that if you're a humble dude, humble girl, I give you a chance, and I think you give me a chance, and we just communicate on a level. I, but, right now we're communicating. On I know. I, I feel this level right now. Yeah. Got that. Got that. Get that very white going on. Right yeah. I tell you, man. I gotta tell you, man, because there's actually a. I almost just you can't even to talk over that. Yeah, I just don't want to listen yeah, to it. Actually, I don't even want to talk no more. I was like, listen no, to that. I, it's, it's <laughs> There's an old skate video called Quiet Storm also that we get into. But definitely, that's uh, we should do more of that. We should do more of... Uh, that, that's a good way for me to get my radio voice on. Well, we can get more radio. baby boomers out there. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think I mean, R. Kelly was a baby boomer generation for me from Chi Town, I mean, so really? like it's still out there somewhere. Grow the it's lamenting, it's lamenting for sure. But no, the, I mean the play, you know, happens April twenty first to May tenth. Um, and where is it? It's happening at Public Theater, um, located at four twenty four um, Lafayette Street. Um, like next door, like next door to Joe's Pub, so, yeah, right by right Grace Jones, Joe's by Acme. That's what I was going to uh, ask. Yeah, it's wow. it's, ama- it's an amazing venue. I've seen Hamilton ping pong there. Um, Bridget Miller um, it's just so many good things happening there right now and it can really just inspire I want to see my peers in the theater I feel that I don't see my peers in the theater anymore or I've never have actually in my time and I think that it's very good to like get people that it's our age our demographic in the theater Dude, so they can see that it goes to my next so question because do you think uh, people that's like around our age are into theater I think that I think no I I think the intimidation factor is there. They don't know, and I think that no no I think I think they know about it. Everybody know about Shakespeare, you know. I mean, everybody knows about you know Langston Hughes and you know these great poets out there, um, Henry David Thoreau and you know Anne Brashy. I mean, it depends on what genre you come from, but we all had to learn it in school. Sure, but I think that and we were focused on it, but I think that it wasn't the cool factor, like polo, right? You know what I mean? So I think that like now, I want to like intrigue. You know, my peers and like playing golf when I teach golf, like my peers have been calling me I'm like, oh, you know, can I take a lesson from you? I'm like, that's dope. You know, yeah, because, absolutely. you know, don't take one, take many, take many. You know what I mean? Come out with me. It's the only place you can drink and drive legally. Yeah, word. Seriously. We'll can talk we go on golfing? good terrain, though. Yeah, we a hundred percent. Absolutely. Nobody can say anything sexier to me, actually. Like, it's a murder move. Like, we all had juice love moment. And it's like, yo, we get out there and we're just having fun because it's like tranquil and we get time to talk to each other. What is wow. this Juice Lord stuff? Like, yeah, what yeah. Are- <laughs> it's, it's not even about stuff. It's like Juice Lord is about um, giving wisdom. You know what I mean? Like, everybody know that Pac, you know, you know, we always know Juice the movie. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, at the end, he said, you got the juice now. 
Right. And um, my whole thing was that I was going to flip that, you know what I mean? And um, I was a Khalil, actually, at my boy Bang Bang NYC. Big up to you, boy. Great tattoos. Murder bang, move. Bang tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Bang, bang Bang NYC. You know what I mean? He always killing it on the tattoo level. But I was at his shop, and I ran to Khalil from Juice to do that pot kill. And um, it was funny because, like, I heard they call you the Juice Lord. And, like, what that mean? Like, you know, I'm from Juice. I'm the original Juice. I'm like, you the OG. But, like, what I'm trying to do is, like, Pass the juice, you know. What I mean, I'm trying to pass the vitamin D. You got the juice I'm, now. Yeah, you got the juice now because it's like it's by passing wisdom to your your peers and your family Absolutely. and your peer. I mean, your people. And I think that's a, a generation of cult. You know, like you know, it's not even like trying to be a cult cult. Like I'm just trying to pass knowledge through my personal experience. Not, I'm not trying to separate myself because people got my people out there might have more juice than I do for sure. But I'm but just trying to pass them a little bit of my juice, my and, personal experience. So. And if you can get more juice, all the better. Hundred percent. Why not? It's like your battery's juice. running out. Absolutely. My yeah. battery stay full. I you need to all day. You ever spilled juice on an email? Does juice ever go like in the wrong? Yeah, you ever spilled juice? No, nah, that's why I don't got no Twitter. Yeah, that's work. why I don't have a Twitter. See, this, is, see, this like, is interesting. The, now. Juice, the juice stays like straight personal. Well, what? I'm like, sorry, but let me tell you something. You get personal with anything. You can all. There's always a risk that you may uh, spill. hundred percent. Yeah, juice do get spilled a lot. Yeah, but it, it's interesting. <laughs> but it seems as though you have sort of an elegant way of not spilling the juice. Mm. IPA maybe spill a little once in a IPA while. IPA spills a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to walk through that door and yeah. like, IPA <laughs> spilled on the floor. But that was not the juice that I was trying to give. The juice that I, you know, the juice that we're trying to give out here is like 100% is like literally passing, you know, making the person next to you bigger. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, living in a world, you know, immersing yourself in a world, immersing yourself and then immersing yourself in yours. It's like a, it's rhetorical. And I think that is very important because a lot of people think that lower themselves uh, and they don't think they bigger than themselves and like you big you big to me Aaron I passed think, me the juice before yeah, he passed sick, me the, you know yo, and I think you know what's interesting I think that juice like I say pause on that well, yeah no, I know look you stupid now honestly I can, we, can, we can do a if you want to say a pause you can but I, I don't yeah no, pause but I mean, not Aaron gave me juice. I gave him the juice. I'm gonna say pause again. Pause, pause. No, no, but it's, it's not. I mean, the, the whole Jeremy and I we juice yeah, each other I all the time. The juice. <laughs> I gave Jeremy the juice. Anyway. Shake bass and juices. Okay, no, let's but, on on a on a pause, pause, pause level. Yeah, pause uh, on a pause level, by seeing your peers in the theater mm-hmm. and having other peers understand that the theater is so important, and let's just say that theater is one thing right. because. We know it's bigger than one thing. Theater is super important. It's part of uh, what we've read, part of what we've been taught, but didn't have the cool factor, let's say, as you said, like fashion, polo, and people maybe didn't get it because of that. But we are giving the juice to our peers by showing them that the theater is extremely important and as important as all these other things. No, 100%. I think the whole thing was like literally getting people to step out of their comfort zone. Right. Because so many people get so, I mean, complacent. Yeah, what are you scared? It's like, oh, I made, I made, I made my rent this month. Right. You know, what I mean, I'm not going to take a risk today. Scared money, dead money. And I always thought that, like, yo, it's, it's really good to step out my comfort zone. For me, I like to be that risk taker for my peers. Yeah. Like, oh, if you're not going to do it, I'll do it then. So, yeah. What are you like, scared to go to a play or something, dude? Like, come on, man, go to a play. Yeah, exactly. New York it pays off to be risky. But I mean, you know, but it's an affiliation because people don't want to step on a golf course. My boy stepped out on Tim's. I remember yeah. Ben Shytown, like my boys out there in Tim's and shorts, you know, why cargo you think, pants. Why do you think there'd be a stigma there? No, because you know the other people who are playing there who are actually members there. Like, oh, why are they here? And I, 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 you know, I deal with that on a daily basis. You know, what I mean, like, and I thought that like you know people see me in like from at Bloomberg, you know, talking sure. for an interview or something, or I'm at Nike, you know, sure. doing a, an important meeting or something, you know, like or wherever I'm at in life, sure. you know, when you get into a zone and you dress a different way, you look a different way. 
You know what I mean? I'm rocking a man bun today. Big up to man buns oh, I guess yeah. today. They're big but, right now, baby. No, it's funny. It's funny. I wasn't supposed to be a part of this coalition, but I'm, I'm part of it now. But the whole thing was like, you know, I try to get people like, yo, I'm going to be here. I'm going to stay here too. Sure. So you need to recognize it. And like respect it, and um, like a you know, fucking talk statue. No, hundred percent. Like just juice law shit. Yeah, but they should so. wear golf shoes though, because no, it shows you have a better attitude about. Well, the sport. I mean, Timbers got mad grip. Oh, okay. That's what I do, Fair though. enough. Fair enough. You know, we do rock them in snow. Fair enough. And salt. Yeah. But I just think this though. I mean, I, I don't judge no one. I think that that's very important in life not to judge no one. And I think that we. I mean, as we say, there's a small, as a very fine, um, very fine tape there because people say that everyone judges. Of course we do, I guess, you know, Please, but yeah. at the same time, though, I mean, on a holistic level, I don't judge really anyone because I, I want to bring everyone. So you prove me wrong. Is there any spirit of that going on in this particular play you put on? Um, yes. I mean, I like I said, like, I mean, by my boy, Lemon Anderson, bringing me on Spit Kings Media, big up respect to them, uh, bringing me on to this project. You know, it was kind of like rudimentary because uh, we don't you know, I didn't hang out with him every day. I knew he was in Deaf Poetry Jam. I used to write poetry. You know, in, in college, and um, I used to perform live back in Chicago, and knew of him. Mm. I got I got to New York, was doing a SMU with a store out in BK, um, and ran into him. I ran to this dude. I was like, oh shit! Like I love this dude. Like you know, like you're you're a beast in the city. And um, how can we work together someday? You know, and I was young buck too. You know, he's an older cat. And um, next thing you know, like got a phone call. Yo, what are you doing? And um, I was like, yo, I'm working on a lot of projects. Let's, what can we do together? And then, so I'm working on this play. And then, like, you know, you want to come in. So I know you're in the theater. I know you're into a lot of different avenues. And he's like, I'm going to bring you in. So let's do it. And the next thing you know, I was at a, uh, you know, it was almost like medieval. You know, you're at yeah. the round table. It's interesting. You're at the round yeah. table with all these, like, directors and, you know, people. And um, we're talking. And the play is now you know, 70% sold out. Yeah. And what, and, which is crazy. Cause yeah, exactly. we're not even there like, yet. It's hard to sell anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, and not to pry too much, but what exactly is your, what are you doing for the play? You are a producer. So yeah, I'm producing the animated short. Oh, okay, actually, it's called Adana. Um, oh, okay, it's about yeah. a, a, a mother going to visit her son uh, in prison and uh, the, the emotional roller coaster as you go, because no prison's located in the city. I'll right. tell you that. Well, so right. it takes you about two, two or three hours. And as a kid, I used to go visit, you know, some of my juices in prison and um, my cousin's boyfriends or whomever actually was babysitting me and we'll take that two or three hour ride there and, um, you know, you're sitting on this, you're sitting like we are right now, you know, in this plexiglass, sure. you know, three feet, I mean, three inches thick and all you can talk to is a phone, but you're right there. It's not physically close, but you're close enough where you can see this person in motion and it's a, it's a roller coaster ride because... As you travel through the city to see people and you see their emotion and you see what they go through when everyone's so jovial on the train or on the bus or, you know, on the way there to the prison and next you know everything is desolate and you're in a cornfield, you know, in a, in a, a big ass box to yeah. go see thousands of prisoners, you know, locked up and seeing their family in, um, in that communal time. And it's kind of crazy because... You know, I never, I never want to be in a box. You know, but I always thought I would be there when I was growing up. I always thought I would be there. Like I knew I was going to go there. You felt like prison was was part of the was part. It was going to be part of my life yeah, for yeah, sure. Because yeah. like a lot of my boys went there, and I thought that like you know, and they sacrificed their lives just for the coat for the culture. And I think um, just growing up in Chicago was just very difficult during that time, the eighties. You know, sure. it was big riots. I mean, big wars. You know, big gangster wars. And then you know, I was in the heart of it. So like for me to go outside every day, was just very difficult, um, especially having affiliation with everybody, you know, which is very hard to go outside a lot, you so know, and play it, as a kid, which, which is 
like fucked up. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's uh, cool. But it seems as though you've risen past that and injected a lot of that now juice, as you say, uh, into this into the project you're doing, and it seems as though it hits close to your heart. I mean, it's something you experience well, and it's, it's real to you. Exactly, and that's what we're trying to bring to the theater, actually. I mean, like I said, when we go back to the pure moment of the, the demographic moment, because a lot of people that go to theater are from uh, uh, a very high society type of sure. atmosphere, Upper East Side or Upper West or whomever they are, new money, old money. Mm. Um, what I want to do is uh, attract my friends, my people, people that actually can say that I, I know Dolomite. Oh, I know Attica prison riots. I felt that. I've had people in prison that have been imprisonated or been on um, lockdown or who had, um, you know, I mean, you remember we used to wear the, the house, <laughs> the house uh, wire, you know what I mean? Somebody, they'd be on yeah, house arrest. House arrest, you know, like I have many friends on house arrest, but they they knew ways to get out of it and like take it off and go out and run around and bring it back on. So it is different, like, you know, and it's the prison. The world is a prison, but I think that once we think bigger than that, we get better. And once we know that we're not going there, you can think much better. So it was very important that I think that we brought this to the theater and um, and make it immersive just beyond being a play. But being also to an animation film that actually intrigues a sense that people can see and understand what people go through, and a, and a cartoon short that actually makes them non-emotional, but also too like, oh, that's kind of cute, but oh, that's a real story there. Real story, yeah. and the little kids can see it uh, exactly. And I think that I mean, but also too like I didn't want to make, just make it for daughter. I wanted to make it, we wanted to make it playful and also too, but have a real meaning behind it. Like, it's hard for a mother to see her son locked yeah. up when she's out there living. And she already lived her life. Tell me about it. 100%. Yeah. And I think we know friends. We got mutual friends. Uh, we got friends out there doing this every day. To him, man. He used to call Gunwash from jail. Oh, yeah. I used to call no, Gunwash I'll get out of here. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm talking about, Juice. So, I mean, Juice Lord. So, I mean, listen. It's, it's an incredibly important subject. And you must feel not only – I mean, you must feel – Really happy that you're spreading this message, but also proud that you can be part of something that's a project oh, that's it's, real. And, it's and something that, you know, my dreams, I, like I said, I dream a lot. And I think that my dreams come true, you know, every day. And uh, I've just been a privileged kid, you know what I mean? Like, I look at my boys locked up for life. I look at the cats, the cats that died, you know, um, along the way, along the path. But they, I think they died for me and they, they got locked up for me because they kept me off that Absolutely. path. You know what I mean? So I learned from them that I didn't, what I didn't want to do. And I think that, you know, I was even if I was more ruthless than them. You know what I mean? They saw, like, yo, like, you got a different thought, you know? Yeah. Like you, got, so you got a different path for yourself, so let's do this, that. Let's do it this way. My mother also took bigger respect to Miss Debbie Burks, actually. You know, Desi, Debbie Townsend Burks, my mother, because she kept me off that path, actually. And uh, she got me out the hood, and she moved us to the suburbs, and that changed my life. And I think after my dad died, I was just kind of ruthless and um, just angry. But uh, I think her, you know, working hard, raising three kids, actually, too, gave me a lot of different different thoughts on life and where I want to be because I don't want to make her an angry mother anymore. And I think that, like, she really helped us out um, by moving us out of the hood, actually, and getting us into the burbs and, like, seeing culture. And that kind of, like, really affected my life a lot. So, uh, I mean, I don't. I never give my mother enough thanks. Actually, so well, I'm giving her the thanks today. Listen, that's, but, a, good, that's a good 100%. lesson for all of us. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Parents, parents do affect people's lives, and I think that when they're present, though, they can do a big impact. But when they're not present, they can do a lot of uh, demoralizing things to a person. So, absolutely. Big, big respect to Debbie Burks. And well, so Love your you. path is strong and ever moving, Okito. If you could give, if you could just tell us uh, one more basic plug for the play, how can they find it? How can they see it? Where should they? Oh, uh, so you can go to www.publictheater.com. Um, slash four slash toast. Um, the play is called Toast. Um, it, feel, it, it premieres April twenty first through May tenth. 
Um, you can come and see it throughout that time, but at the same time, you come see me on the opening on the April twenty uh, April twenty first as well. Meet and greet. Uh, we'll have drinks. We'll have food. We'll you know we're being immersed with people in our culture, and I think that we're we're giving a light. We're shining a light on a a very 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 positive. Actually, nobody ever thought about prisons being positive. Well, but we're giving we've shedding light on prison being positive by giving them culture, by bringing schools into prisons, college grade um, information, knowledge, and also too how how we changed how Attica in nineteen seventy one how forty people died that day and uh, ambushed by the prison system right. actually and only for equal rights in the prison. So that's very beautiful, and also too also too. Um, even though people actually did bad, they wanted good for themselves exactly. so they can go back to the population. Because one thing about jail, it is a revolving door. But if you can stop the revolving door happening, that's a bigger picture right there. And uh, the, the, one of the that's the bigger Scares problem. People straight, <laughs> exactly. Scare you straight. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> out your shorts, yo. Because that's the thing is a lot of is listen when you get into the jail mindset, your your move is to generally go back to jail. Some dudes love jail thinking. Oh, well, that's, all, that's all they know. That's all they know. That's all they know though, actually. I think I think once the time you get in jail and you spend a, an immersed a part of time in your life in it, that's all you know. So all your boys are where? Mm-hmm. In jail. Yeah. All, everything you can do is in jail. And you know I mean it's racketeering to anything. Strange. And I think that it's crazy because you become so comforted in a fucking confined place. That's sad, and I think that I, I, you know, like I wish all my boys good, and uh, you know, when y'all get out, yo, come talk to me. You know what I found out about jail the other day that there's a there's a, a real Dolly painting in Rikers Island. What really? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. There's yo. actually a that Dolly. He, he I wonder. I wonder how many prisons know that's that a Dolly he, painting. Actually, that he donated like in the like like in the fifties. It's like some Keith Haring stuff. Like Keith Haring should have like paintings all over the prisons. I mean, yeah. really, raise the morale here. One hundred percent. Listen, I am absolutely impressed, Okito. I have one more question for you. What yes, is, sir. What is uh, Masaryk basketball? Masaryk basketball. So um, Nike, I, I, I affiliated with Nike. We do a lot of. That's like my brothers and sisters over there, and they they do a lot of projects with us and uh, with me, Brandon Hoy too, who was here earlier. Um, it was a, a secret society of hoopers from. I used to oh, play cool. AAU and basketball. Uh, my like, brother was in that. That's I used crazy. to play with Eddie Curry and like Quinn Richardson and Bobby Simmons and all these guys in Chicago. You know, like Chicago's a home of hoopers. I yeah. think the best hoopers in the world. Even though New York will say they got hoopers out here, but um, Whoa. it's one. It's one of these things. Though <laughs> it's one of these things that we can go to conversation. It's another segment we'll yeah, do it next right. week yeah. <laughs> or two weeks from now. But no, it's one of these things that like um, Madrid basketball brought that back. Was a secret society where you use your fingerprint to get into a private court. Wow. That's pretty Now they crazy. have um, Terminal 23 with Michael Jordan, with Carmelo Anthony and Chris Paul and all Nike affiliates, I mean Jordan affiliates. But Magic Basketball was one of these things where they brought all these hoopers like uh, from the Rutgers Park. Sure. Um, from West 4th Street yeah. and we all balled against each other and we won two championships in that league so I was very happy about that wow. so I mean it's just real hoopers out here and like I hoop real hard my mother's in the Hall of Fame at Finger High School uh, for basketball wow. and that was kind of crazy and um, you know it was a hooper just runs through your blood you know once you're a hooper you're always a hooper it's like riding a bike you I can never I, go wrong with I it I wish I was a hooper man I teach you though. We yeah, good. we're gonna yeah, learn. Yeah. We're gonna learn some golf and some hoops. Well, listen, Okito, I am absolutely. I mean, I'm impressed, and there's so much to learn about you. How can we only do one episode? So I, I guess we gotta to have be you back. Continued. You know, it's crazy. Uh, we usually do. We gotta do drops. We, gotta we do, do drops. Yeah. So and we're lucky because we uh, we have a million drops from MC Todd and Brandon Hoy and Bleach. Hold on, yeah, yeah, I got a, a list. I got a list too as well. But we do need a drop from you. So a really great one from you would be great. And I'm sure you know how to do. Them, um, I'm sure it's not. You're not. Uh, it's new. You're not new to radio by any means. 
So uh, generally we just say, you know, our names, a short message, and, you know, you're listening to Gunwash. Yo, this is Okito Burks. We're up here with the boys over at Gunwash. Juice Lords all day. Come see Toast April 21st to May 10th. Get your tickets now. We got the boys out here. Thanks to Robertus. Thanks to Gunwash. Check us out all day, every week, every Thursday, 9 p.m. Always hot, always live. Yes. Create the impossible. Impossible is never. And the, uh, what a drop. What a drop. The impossible is never. It, it is or never. Or impress the impressible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the impossible is that we've had a show impress this Impress the impressionable. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Um, what's that look, Odetta? You look concerned. She's like, I just spilled a pizza. Impossible is I just, nothing. I just spilled a juice. No, <laughs> impossible is nothing. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Gunwash. I know Jeremy's going to be in here in just a few minutes. But uh, are there any, uh, any messages you, ha- you want to give? I know you gave your drop. But any messages to, uh, let's see, the youth, uh, young designers, young art directors, people who want to do graphics, people who want to be marketers, Yo, anything, 100%, athletes? Um, never stop drinking. Never stop dreaming, actually. I think never, stop drinking. never stop drinking. No, never, never, stop never stop drinking. drinking. No, no <laughs> never stop dreaming, though, actually. I think that's very important in life, actually, because dreams are made to be owned actually and you own your own dreams actually anything's impossible so anything's possible actually so just keep dreaming keep going forward um you know never live scared fear nothing keep moving boom keep it moving and so shall we and of course this won't be the last time we have okito burks on it is the one gun wash you know we're here every thursday at 9 p.m thank you again to our guests at our production uh, late Collins are 718-497-2128 as mr burks goes to uh, use the boys room we'll see you next week next you know it week? never stops we're like the simpsons of of podcasting we're here, and it'll I wonder never what's end. Going on Tune next in next week. time for Gunwash. We're going to do some things that involve less <laughs> caffeine and less energy than always. Gunwash oh, on internet radio. Oh, man, Good I night, love that stuff. Everybody. We're very thankful to be here. Mr. Slivington, pull up music. We'll Good see night, you next hurry week. Hurry, Production, Odetta, Jack, love you. Love Bye. ya. may also not know this is ace and valentine's day is quickly approaching rapidly and i wanted to reach out to the entire gun wash listenership and also the fucking jerk offs that are involved in the on-air personality production of the particular radio program and i wanted to say that the guys who put on the gun wash program the djs the fucking uh spliffington and the fucking jew guy and the other guy uh they're a bunch of fucking turd burglars a bunch of rump rangers uh butt bandits 
uh, dork snorkelers and uh, most importantly turd burglars said that one but they're also junk spelunkers happy valentine's day and I want you all to go fuck yourselves This is Contessa Studo, and I'm lonely, and I need a man, but at the end of the day, I want the Gun Wash Radio, so you're listening to Gun Wash Radio.
This is Kicks the Motherfucking Killer with Gunwash Radio, and we're out here carrying. Yo, this is Troll Spice, and you're listening to Gunwash. Gunwash.